2: Good morning, San Diego. Welcome to Garden Talk here on AM ninety six point one and AM eleven seventy. It says to say it in that order.
3: Yeah, but it's FM ninety six. FM, that's
2: what I meant. That's what I meant. And AM eleven seventy. That's why I'm all messed up. Good morning, I am David Ross. Messed up along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Ken is off today. Mark is shaking his head, so we're in status quo. (laughs) Good, Good morning. morning. Good I'm morning, everybody. I'm equally messed up as well, too.
3: You what? I'm equally messed up as well, too.
2: Why for? How come? Well,
3: just, be, you know, out of sequence things, you know.
2: I apologize. You. The world's upside
4: down. There we it go. is.
2: Topsy-turvy. Yeah. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. How are we? I Are we fine? It was a very <laughs> nice, clear sky, I think, this morning. It I was a little chilly, but yeah. Not too bad. Minimal frost on the ground at my house.
3: It's there have been a couple nights of a little bit more severe frost lately. Have you had yes. that down at your end?
2: I, I have, and it has melted some of the weeds. And it was a little more cold than they were used to having, but it it did not damage my neighbor's mango, uh, papaya. The papaya, I there was some frost damage on the papaya a month ago, and those leaves look like they have protected the new growth that's come out since because I didn't see any new damage.
4: On them. oh, very good,
2: yeah which is why we recommend
3: not pruning that bad stuff exactly. off the damage. Until yeah. right. after
2: it happened. Until after Until the chance of ex- frost. Has exactly.
3: Huh, tough morning. Yeah. It's national. What is it? National,
2: national drink wine day. Right. Which you haven't we, started you yet, have you you? Oh, Maybe I have. Had, but, yeah. <laughs> but maybe doesn't that imply there's a national wine day or something else, that this is the drink wine day rather than just celebrate wine. You have to drink it today. I, I don't buy wine day. I asked you to bring some. I, and I chose not to. Thank you. <laughs> What's in your coffee cup? I shall not that. We are reveal expecting that. a change in the weather. It's been a little brisk, but... Well, it might be. Is it going to be brisker? I believe it is. Quite brisket. Like I bris- was very concerned. Um, nah, we don't need to say very. I was concerned when I was told we were expecting this once in 20 years or 50 years cold that was coming up this week. But I was reading the Weather Service website this morning, and it's talking about low... High temperatures, not low low temperatures. So this coming week, it's supposed to only get into the 50s during the day and maybe low 60s, which is going to be, maybe be record cold high high temperatures, record gotcha. low high temperatures, which
3: record daytime lows.
2: Yeah, I don't yeah. care about that. Right. It's I that nighttime care about frost, record, right? Yes, that's yeah. what scares me, and so I'm not that concerned. But we are expecting maybe an inch of rain. With this cold, colder storm? Over over several days, right? Okay, okay.
4: Yes. Wow.
3: And some significant snow in our mountains, uh, including Palomar, so
2: it'll be nice. And cold wind. More dry, chapped hands.
3: Well, you wear gloves.
2: You'll be okay. Well, apparently I haven't been. It's killing me. Um, (laughs) Moisturize. What? He said moisturize. Yeah, I do, but then George gives me grief.
4: I was going to make a bad joke about that, too, but... No, I haven't said
2: soft and supple for a while. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> They're dry and chapped. That's for good reason. Um, Mr. Allman, do we have any classes coming up this week? We do have classes this week down
3: in San Diego at 9 a.m. It's spring seed starting with Brigitte from the San Diego Seed Company, and she just did a class for the Poway cl- uh, last week, which was very well attended. Is that the same Brigitte that was in Poway last week? It is the same Brigitte. She's a big
2: deal. Well, she's graduated. No, no, I think she is a big deal. Okay, not just kind of a big deal. She used to be kind of a big deal when we began working with her, but now I think she's graduated. She
3: has a huge following, and so if you're going to be there for that 9 o'clock class, you might want to get down there early. And at uh, Poway at 9.30, we have San Diego Spiders with Randy. Uh, And the last time he did it, it was very well-received and packed, uh, talking about spiders, whether they're good or bad.
2: I'm going to make time to watch Spider-Man today.
3: Yeah, you'll you will walk away with an appreciation for spiders and not want to kill them.
2: You know, I I felt bad this week. There was a spider crawling up the wall inside the house, and I know you said to move them outside, but I didn't. I got a piece of toilet paper and I squished it and I threw it away. I, I <laughs> you're, love them you're outside. It? Pardon? Just kidding. I didn't eat it. Is that what you no, said? No, I said you said you're you're admitting, admitting it. it. Yes,
3: oh, wow. I, I tried to take them outside. They are huge. Yeah. Huge ben- uh, you, They are of huge benefit in the garden.
4: They really are, yeah.
3: And yeah. so when we do have those
4: if
2: it, few customers if that come in. If it had been in yeah. the garden, I would have left it there. You would have. Of course. Yeah. You but probably was, would have seen it. It was not. Yes. Had it been with my houseplants, I would have left it there. Right. It was crawling up the wall looking for my ear or I, some I, I, uncovered I appendage. <laughs> I was going to say, I doubt it. I, I doubt
3: I, it. But we do have the occasional customer that comes in and says, uh, we have – I have a spider and it's eating. You know, there's spiders yeah. in my my shrubs and they're eating all my the, plants.
2: Every day almost. Yes, yeah. yes. And
3: so we try to you know steer them away from killing the they, spiders. They, don't, they right. don't do that, do they? They do not do that. They're, they're, actually, I think if you listen to Randy's presentation, there is a spider species that does eat vegetative material but not in San Diego.
2: Are you sure? Yeah, how can you how be can so you sure? Be, I was going <laughs> to follow up with I that. I am sure, yes. You know with, uh, how – mobile society is how do we know that those fair spiders point, are not here fair yet? point they could be they, do you know they, where they are I don't from?
3: recall no okay you can
2: watch that I'll ask today, him I'll there ask him I do need I want to see this maybe I won't squish the next spider on the wall but A convenience I mean it's
4: unfortunate but I we all everybody does have you it. done it oh yeah okay well I used to do it I don't really I whatever. got you.
2: yeah <laughs> okay how about you George
3: I typically take them outside.
2: Always? Or since? Uh, oh, no, I've
3: been doing we... it for years, taking them outside. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, do we have other classes coming up? Got, <laughs> we got kind of spider-sided. We, we, yeah, we sidetracked. side spider.
3: So uh, on Saturday, February 25th at 9 o'clock in San Diego, it's spring gardening with Constance. Okay. And at 9.30 in Poway on the 25th, it's fruit tree grafting with Richard Wright. Have you done any grafting of late?
2: No, I have not.
3: I did some this past week, but it was so cold out. I stopped after a while because my hands were not. They were too. They weren't nimble. too bad. Too they bad were, you didn't have gloves on them. To gloves keep them would warm. not have worked. It's fine, delicate work, and and my hands were too, not nimble You're enough. Like a they surgeon, were too cold. Yes. Exactly. So I, I gave up on. I got maybe six or eight scions grafted.
2: I was watching a grafting video, and it showed the little grafting tool that makes it almost. David proof, mm. and I have that tool. I've never taken it out of its casing. We've talked about this before. But I have the tool. It looks really simple. I did most of the grafts with that tool this time. Because the whole – the main difficulty in doing a graft is matching up the tissue. And if you have the cuts that match each other
3: – And the tool is is ideally suited for that. But the only the, – the part that you have to idiot proof is making sure the wood that you cut – is of the same diameter, and then yeah. it works
2: perfectly. Okay. Yeah. Right. You know, right. why did you look at me like that when you said idiot-proof? There was a little to, extra sparkle <laughs> in your eye, George.
3: I wanted to make sure that you I, – I was uh, indicating that you don't want to make a mistake. And, I heard I and I understand.
2: Aye, <laughs> aye, sir. Got it. Um, I do need to do that.
3: It, you should.
2: Yes, you should. All right. I'm inspired. When is the best time to you graft? Know, Capri a, and I a, had
3: this conversation. I, I, if if I were a good gardener, I would take notes and say when I've had more success and failures, but based on the time of the year. But it, it's a, it's a function of when the 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 uh, sap is flowing on the trees. Well, they should be starting to flow I, on exactly. most of the trees right. now. If the
2: buds are beginning to bloom, or to swell and bloom, right. and they're right. growing. So. My,
3: my, my best friend growing up went to Cornell at, with a degree in agriculture and he likes to graft and he always says essentially the same thing. If I were smart, I would write down when <laughs> I've had success because he'll do it, you know, we'll do it this week in January or this week in February and another week at the latter part of February and, and have March, great success yeah. or no success or 50%. And if, I had write, if I'd write this down, I would know this for every year and, and be more successful.
2: Yeah, we don't need to do that because... Our minds are so sharp. We'll, we'll remember. I'll
3: remember that I I had you know a ninety percent success rate last year, but I don't remember whether I did it in January or February. Exactly. I still
2: say that with trees I'm planting, I'll remember the name. I don't need a tag <laughs> on that. Yeah. I'll remember the variety.
3: One of our coworkers in Poway asked me that the other day about. She said, "Do you label all of the grafting wood that you take to graft?" I said, "I do. I take it home. I know what it is when I when I take yeah, it home.
2: You, but yeah, once what?
3: I put it on the tree, I so, don't yeah. recall exactly which is on which tree. I mean, I know it's the right." Wood for that tree, but I don't remember what variety it might be.
2: You are listening to what not to do in the garden. (laughs) Be
3: a good gardener.
2: Label things. And take notes. I I should have a gardening calendar every year where I make notations of what I did when so that I know that I fed a month ago or six months ago or that I planted this tree. But I always think I'm going to remember so I don't bother.
3: We have some dedicated garden folks that come in with their little book
2: absolutely and and
3: they and they do take diligent notes they have you know diagrams of what's planted where i had a a woman come in the other day she had an aerial a a, 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 uh what's your
4: uh, a a drone there we go
3: remote control drone like you have and and she had pictures of her backyard with things labeled you know this is my this is my camellia this is my and she was trying to decide what she wanted to put in spots and it 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 makes it easy. Yeah, it, it does. It's very but helpful. It's, Interesting. It, it's a little for me. It's a little tedious.
2: I could use my drone for good and not for evil. There we go. Was she an engineer by chance? Was she it? She was actually a.
3: <laughs> she, no, she's actually a surgeon.
2: Okay, <laughs> so right. that makes, makes sense, sense. Right? Yes, it makes sense. Kind of want to know what what you're doing, where, and how.
3: Yeah. So there, I, So back to the original point. It, if was he, there one? Yes. Okay. Taking notes could be a, a oh, good idea. Oh, that's where yeah. we Taking started. Taking notes and Thank having you. an idea of what you're doing in your garden is useful, and especially if you're a new gardener.
2: No, the new gardeners are going to remember. It's the old gardeners that we're worried well, no, about. I think if
3: you're, if you're a new gardener and you're not quite sure, you know, when should I feed? When should right. I spray? I did I do that? You know, that, it, that it might be useful. I think when you're a little bit more seasoned, you know that you're going to spray at this time of year and you won't forget that you
2: didn't do it. Now, that's true. Yeah. And uh, there is a beautiful sheen right now on my citrus trees at home from the oil spray yeah. last week.
3: We spoke of that last night that I might be doing that today.
2: Yeah, I have some more that I still need to do in the backyard, but the front yard... I did a good job, and I have not seen any any bugs,
3: which we uh, might be talking about a little bit today.
2: Well, we should should we broach it at this moment? I mean, just start to broach it. What, what, so, what um.
3: what bug would you be concerned about that you have a nice well, sheen on bef- your citrus?
2: Before we get to that, let's just talk citrus for a moment. And Walter Anderson Nursery is requesting that our uh, customers do not bring any citrus. Parts, pieces, fruit, leaves, stems. We've always in the past asked you to bring in samples so we can identify them. When it comes to citrus, we are now asking you not to. Take many pictures. uh, Take close-ups of what you want us to look at. And then also give us a couple of overall pictures of the whole tree. Because sometimes the close-ups don't tell the whole story. But please do not bring any more pieces of citrus into the stores because we want to protect the integrity of our inventory for our customers. So please do not bring any more citrus into either Walter Anderson Nursery location. But I they, would suggest... you
4: shouldn't be moving citrus at all. I right? would
2: suggest that for any... Yeah, we would allow you not to bring it into other nurseries Correct. as well. As well,
3: right. Yeah. Anyway. And, we'll, and that's a nice uh, segue onto... Or a nice tease on why.
2: We already, we oh, back. we are already there. Yeah. We will... Uh, last week, we talked a lot about... HLB, citrus greening disease, and ACP, the Asian citrus psyllid, and what it means to San Diego County. And we will talk more about it when we come back. You're listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170 and 96.1. That's one of those is AM and one of those is FM. We'll be back with more
1: right after this.
2: And we are back with Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ. I am David Ross, along with Mark Mahadi and George Allman. After one of the best opening segments in Garden Talk history, <laughs> we're going to try segment number two. If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. That's 888 344 1170 it is national drink wine day and while it may sound as though i got a little early start or started early today it is not the case and maybe i need to start earlier today
3: it might relax you a little bit
2: i don't know what it is
3: <laughs> did you it's get up the, the same weather. regular time i got up at the same different.
2: regular time i yeah. everything seems to be the same except for i can't speak <laughs> but other than that and it's just a Talk radio segment. It's no big deal. You don't have to speak. Um, remember,
3: we t- what was my New Year's resolution? Remember
2: to to talk to, Gooder. To talk Gooder. Yeah, I do remember. <laughs> Why I don't know, but I do remember. Well, I
3: was going to say you you're, you took it upon yourself to talk Gooder. <laughs> I can't. I
2: can't uh, remember anything important, but that I can remember. Uh, but just before we went into the break, we started talking about the most serious citrus issue in San Diego County. I would say in, in the my nation. Lifetime. In the nation, I would say for quite a while. Yeah. Well, the, actually, it is. It has national yeah, it, repercussions. And it,
3: it's 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 damaged yep. the Florida crop. It's in Texas, so.
2: And as Mark told us last week, it has increased the cost of orange juice. The, right? F- yeah. Yes. The
3: financial papers last week spoke of the orange futures being significantly yeah. significantly higher. Absolutely. What did Mr. Valentine say <laughs> was going to happen? Mr. He Valentine set the price. Has
2: set the price. Ah, there's an old movie reference. Trading Places, for those of you who do not know the reference, but for next time now, you will know. Great movie. Um, we were talking about citrus. Please don't bring it into any nursery anymore. Uh, yeah, don't take bring pictures. it to your
4: friend's house. don't yeah. don't move
3: don't, it. Don't transport it. In yeah. fact, the California Department of Food and Agriculture suggests that if you are cutting any branches off or leaves or twigs or sticks or however you, however you want to define it off your citrus, that you double bag it and then dispose of it.
2: So, are we not supposed to be recycling citrus in our green waste it, anymore? Does it, it say that? It doesn't that on say your... that.
3: I'm reading from their website, and I and I have a copy in front of us. It just says to dry out uh, citrus tree clipping, uh, clipping. It says to dry them out and then to double bag them or double bag them before disposing. So, I'm assuming if drying it out, drying
2: it out would get rid of the silids that would be on there, so they're right. not transported.
3: But the disease could still be in the obviously in the branching. So that would be more of a concern, I would think.
2: Well, if it goes to the recycling, it should get composted, which right. should take care of that. Should.
3: Right. I'm
2: going to put you question. in charge yeah, of clarification we have to get on that.
3: We'll have to get some clarification.
2: So as we mentioned last week, uh, a second confirmed find of HLB, the incurable citrus greening disease, and fatal citrus greening disease was found in about the heart of Rancho Bernardo, establishing a, or creating, causing the creation of another five-mile quarantine area in the heart of Rancho Bernardo, going from about um, Pomerado and Rancho Bernardo Road east to West Ramona, west to Rancho Santa Fe, PQ, south to the southern end of Poway, but not quite Scripps Ranch, not quite Walter Anderson Nursery in Poway. And to the north into Southern Escondido, which is a yeah. big area. Thank you for nodding your heads at me. You were going to—I wow, was, was waiting was for you to wild. say something along that. <laughs> it is a big and that, is, it, it, it that is, a is bigger, the second yeah. one. The right. first one was in Oceanside, and uh, I was hoping it would hopscotch a little smaller steps, but the. Quarantine areas most likely are only going to be growing and not shrinking the areas up in L.A. and Orange County that are in quarantine. I don't recall any of those areas ever being pest-free and disease-free so that they have cleared those. So there will be, it'll be more and more important not to move citrus. And if you want to share fruit with somebody, wash it well before you move it. If you're in the quarantine area, I don't think I would even share it outside of the quarantine area. Um, I'd tell them to come over. Yeah, you can come eat it at my. Pl- well, it depends on who it is. A uh, good point. I mean, good I w- point. Okay. You have another point on there that you want to?
3: Well, I mean, we can spend the rest of the show talking about how to protect your citrus trees and you know, preventing this, trying to help prevent the spread of the disease.
2: Actually, let's let's um, the bug that spreads it, the Asian citrus psyllid, is everywhere.
3: It's ubiquitous. Not and, and, only know, is it. Go ahead. Uh, what I was going to say is, uh, there's a lot of fear with this. Uh, people, it's in it's in the newspaper. It's been on on different media uh, throughout San Diego, and people are, are very much afraid that they're going to lose the trees and that they have the disease. I right, want people right. to be
2: afraid so that they are conscientious a- aware, and, yeah. and take care uh, of controlling the pest.
3: We, I agree, but what I was going to say is, it's it's like the analogy we've used. They think that because they've seen the psyllid, they yeah. have HLB.
2: And that is not the case. Correct. And you, what is your analogy?
3: That you have been bitten by a mosquito and you don't have malaria or dengue fever.
2: And it's the same kind of thing, or Zika now. Or Zika, yes. Zika? Zika. Zika. The bug is everywhere, but the disease is not. And that's why it becomes so important to control the bug, because the bug is the primary vector or spreader of the disease. So if we minimize the bug, we will minimize the spread of the disease. And that is why I, we, are asking you very kindly to control Asian citrus psyllid. And if you have a tree that you don't care to control Asian citrus psyllid on or don't care for anymore, cut it up, double bag it, and throw it away uh, so that we can reduce the amount of spread so that I can continue. This is all about me.
3: Well, it's about me too. I love the citrus Okay, in our it's garden. about
2: us. I love my citrus, and I most of my trees are now coming into good fruition and productivity yeah. and i want to be able to keep them
3: in fact the uh, the uh, california department of food and agriculture's website we'll, we'll be posting a segment of their stuff on facebook today but the last line in there how to protect your citrus trees is what david just said if you no longer wish to care for your citrus tree consider removing it so it is not a vector
2: it, it used to be okay just to or leave host, things rather. on there yeah. and i'm we our lazy gardeners, we like to do less, but because the entire county's citrus crop is at stake, and including, on you, including yeah. David's crop and George's crop and Mark's crop, we ask nicely, yeah okay, and, and so
3: now you, you've been an advocate oh well, you've been an advocate over the years to spray your citrus anyway a couple times a year. With right? horticultural oil, right.
2: whether you see something or not because it's, there's something there.
3: Right, and so now we're just asking, do that a little bit more frequently.
2: Yes. And actually, do it and yeah. do it right. Don't just it's bring it home. Too right. much. And I yeah. wanted to mention: you were talking about the fear. Most citrus has blotchy leaves, especially this time of the year, as Correct. the new growth is coming out. And most of the blotchy leaves that you will see, if not all of the blotchy leaves that you will see, have nothing to do with this disease. Correct. And so, but people panic. Don't panic. Yeah. And know that the only confirmed finds of the disease are within the, well within the quarantine areas, at the heart of the quarantine areas. And so if we do things now, we can mitigate the potential spread. But there's a lot of overall blotchiness on leaves with some yellows and different colorations in there. The HLB discoloration is very different, and it won't be semi-uniform over the tree you'll just find it in little bits and pieces and so don't don't panic because you have that but take pictures and bring them in and if if you're concerned the CDFA has a phone number they have a website where you can contact them and they will if they are concerned uh, come out and take a look and then they will take leaf samples and test and to
3: and, and last week we posted on Facebook a um, document from the CDFA on what to expect during the quarantine in your area if your trees or your neighbor trees, your neighbors' trees rather, were infected.
2: And the first one is treatment, correct? Treatment for 250 meters. I
3: believe that's the number, right? Of all the other trees, but the infected tree would be removed. Yes, right. And and again, that treatment is not for the disease. The disease, there is no cure at this point. There's a lot of research, but no cure. The treatment is to help reduce. Solid populations
2: and that's the as we have mentioned once or twice before that's the key is reducing the population of the spreader to mitigate the spreader they they tried when it first showed up to eliminate the spreader they tried to treat areas as soon as the bug showed up but it they were not able to get complete control because not everybody would treat and if you don't kill them all, right. they're going to keep growing and spreading.
3: And, you know, one of the things we had mentioned earlier, we were talking about grafting and, as if you may, if you were listening last week, that's how we believe the disease was actually brought in. Right, David? Someone, I
2: don't believe we believe it. Well, it yeah, I believe I mean, it, we
3: it's, know it. it we, yeah, it was brought in by somebody taking budwood that was not certified and grafting. And that budwood was carrying the
2: disease. That is correct. And that is why... It is so important not to do that with citrus right now. and
3: Because we were talking about grafting earlier. And so one of the other helpful hints from the CDFA is to buy citrus trees from licensed local nurseries and only use registered budwood.
2: Which you can get, you can procure legally and safely from the University of California at Riverside at their citrus collection. Right. And people do do that. but. Yeah, be, Probably yeah, now isn't the time it's to It's not, be... but
3: you know, don't, don't go around saying I want to graft additional pieces of you know, ver, different varieties of citrus on my trees right now. That's not a, a wise thing to do.
2: Um, this is so depressing. <laughs>
3: it, it really it is. It really is bringing me down. And, and, we... you know, we, we, Capri and I wanted to put more citrus in. And you should. And we should, but we've gone back and forth. Do we put it in and risk losing it, you know, because we're we're in yes. the quarantine. Yes. Okay. If you want citrus, it, I have, I have if you want a, citrus, a financial
2: get it now and get it this. planted. Because
3: Well, I know the because because it's getting harder to procure.
2: Correct. Fewer and growers
3: are growing them.
2: And the movement of it is going to be more and more strictly controlled controlled, absolutely and so if you know you want something and you can find it get it it's going to take it years to kill your tree anyway of course you're (laughs) closer you're inside the quarantine area i can see the
3: quarantine area from my front yard i mean like we can look down
2: oh you're not in the quarantine area no we're in it i mean i I
3: meant to say i could see the area where where ground zero is or tree zero is yes so I'm a little more know. leery than you, way out there in the. I'd content. still, I'd yeah. still do it. Um, I thought, actually, it. I
2: thought I was going to be the first to get it because I thought they had it south of the border, and I thought right. it would be more of an issue for me than, yeah. than in the South County. Moving up, yeah. But it did not turn out that way. But it can, it can change at any moment. You are listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170 KCBQ and KPRZ. If you would like to give us a call, the phone number here is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. We'll be back with more right after this. And we are back with more depressing news from the garden with David Ross, Mark Mahadi, and George Allman. We are done with the depressing citrus news for the day, I hope. Uh, if you would like to give us a call and give us an uplifting story from the garden, the number here is 888-344-1170. Um, we do have a positive thing to say about citrus, do we not? We do. Um, we have people come into the nursery on a semi-regular basis and ask us how long fruit trees last. Uh, they're having problems with a tree that they planted 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, and they think that's probably because it's an old tree and its time has come. It's past its prime. So how old <laughs> Just like could like a Haley. citrus tree live, George?
3: Well, we have two old trees that I'm aware of in in California. There's probably more elsewhere, but there's one in Riverside, which is the what is considered the original Washington Naval that came to Riverside County, planted by a woman by the name of Eliza Tibbetts in 1873. And so, that is the tree that all the cuttings came from for the Washington, for the Naval industry in Southern California.
4: Wow! So that tree's been around for a while, and years. it's
3: still around. And the reason it's in the news today, obviously, is Part of it is HLB is that they have just put a big screen around it. They they built a fence with a, a screen house to protect it from the psyllid.
2: so that it will stay. So it'll continue, continue. To, to
3: yeah. And another interesting fact about that tree was, it, we got it. We it was brought to California from a cutting from a tree grown in Brazil. And then in the 1930s, there was a disease that wiped out much of the citrus industry down in Brazil. And they took cuttings from this tree and brought it back to Brazil. And they That's were, a heartwarming story. I haven't really heard is. that yeah. part. You can yeah. go home.
2: You can. Yes, <laughs> so, you can go back. Way to go. So tr- descended branches went home. Well, then we're going to have to tie into that. The caracara pink navel, the very popular, richer color caracara pink navel, came from a navel orange tree that was producing normal navel oranges in Brazil. You South know America? what? I did say Brazil, but yeah. I'm pretty sure it's in Argentina. I just ruined the whole story by getting, the f- I think, the facts right. Yeah,
3: you had mentioned Brazil earlier. Yeah, right? I think it's Argentina. Okay. I think
2: it's the Caracara Cara farm in Argentina. I'll uh, have to look. The story's not good anymore. Never yeah. mind. Yeah. Put it away. Okay. Everyone's going back into the box, (laughs) never to see the light of day again. So just quick math, 1873 to 1973 is approximately 100 years? Well,
3: one hundred seventy-three to 20. 1873. Work with me here, George. I I just heard in my brain I was counting to this year. But yes, that was approximately 100 years. And from
2: 73 to 23, is that approximately 50 more years? I would give it roughly 50. So that tree is approximately 150 years old? And still green and producing. Pretty amazing. It is. It really is. And the other
3: one that I'm aware of, and I'm sure there are others, uh, there's one in the underground gardens in Fresno. It's over How does it eath- get light? It's the gar- the, there are catacombs this gentleman built, and he lived underground, but he had these big, basically skylight openings, and he grew fruit and, and vegetables down below where it was constant temperature.
2: Oh, I would like that. It's
3: an interesting place to go, and if you've never been, I would encourage you to go as a gardener. It's, and it's and then you don't have to
2: deal with people.
3: And you don't have to deal with people.
2: Yeah. Oh. What a wonderful thing! I'll bet he was considered peculiar at the time. <laughs> I, I would say so. he's and peculiar even today, today. He, he, he be might be a considered. A I will have to go to the it's Fresno the underground gardens in Fresno. Yes, sir. Interesting.
3: Yeah, yeah it's fascinating. All right. Well, thank at you. Least for there's that.
2: a reason to go to Fresno.
3: Yeah, who, for the who, raisins,
2: right? Raisins.
3: Well, that's from the Music Man. It's one of the songs in. Yeah. Okay.
2: It's one of the songs it's, in there's what? A,
3: there's one of the verses from The Music Man about Fresno and the Raisins.
2: You, wanna no, no, I don't do you just, want to share it now? Let's go, go, yeah. let's let's go, go to call. Lemon Grove and talk <laughs> you, to You don't want Candy. me singing on the radio. Well, no, we don't. But if you want to hum a few bars. <laughs> good morning, Candy.
3: Hi, good morning. Um, I was just listening to your talk about the um, the pest that's hit um, hitting citrus fruit. And I just got a bag of lemons from a friend of mine who lives in Mission Village. I live in Temecula. Should I be concerned about them?
2: Yes. Yeah. Or we'll <laughs> wash them. Um, well, things. I would just wash them when you get them home. Uh, wash them okay. well. Yeah. And... Shouldn't do it anymore, it's, uh, for the time being, at least. Yes and no. I I don't, okay. wanna,
0: I don't I want to contaminate, you know. I don't
3: want to put... Because there's stems and leaves on some of them. And I... You know, do I put the in the compost? Do I... What do I... You know, the green... I'd I, it, I or, would...
2: I would go home and I would keep it closed in the bag, go inside. I would wash it all well. I would take the stems and leaves and I would put those in two plastic bags, double bag them and throw them in your trash.
3: Great. All right. All right. Well, thank you so very much. I just got a little concerned and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to give you a call. So thank Thank you so very much. Thank
2: you. I thank you for paying attention. Appreciate the call.
1: Absolutely.
2: Thank you. Have a good day. Yep. Well that's good. Yeah. That's good. That is the awareness we want people a- exactly. to have. Exactly. Right. And it, people- And she didn't sound panicked. She sounded just reasonable and right. just just, g- just garnering what, what information. Should what should I do? I'm yeah. gonna put you in charge, George, of talk actually I'll I'll call the ag department and find out about that. We we need to we should have better information. We of should. what they want, right? And what about recycling? Do they go in the green scan yeah, now? Yeah, no? we don't
3: have any. I don't have any literature on that yet from the CDFA, but we certainly want to get that out to people.
2: If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. We're going to make a hard right turn and leave bulbs in a moment. I mean, leave (laughs) citrus in a moment. What do you want to add? Well,
3: no, I I want to add what her concern was the twigs or leaves, and that is something that they don't want you to transport at all. So that is important that she's she's aware of that, and others are as well.
2: Spreading panic one caller at a time. (laughs) We are here for you. I was just going to say, we just had a caller called in to uh, ask – uh, instead of drying the citrus sticks, can we burn the citrus sticks? Would that help? I you would or? think that would be fine.
3: I think that might kill any disease. Any yes. pathogens yes. might yes. be eliminated via fire. As long fire. as they
2: do so safely in a proper fire control box or situation and not do it in the open air without a proper Correct. burning permit. Correct. Correct. How is that? Every base, For, co- covering yeah. all the legal bases. Um, yes, I think burning it would be great as long as it's done in a safe manner. Right. Agreed. Okay, now may I make my hard right turn? You may Away move, from move, citrus. Move, away. 888-344-1170. Bulbs finally arrived. Wow. Uh, what, a, a week and a half after Kathleen's bulb class? Yeah. Well, I'm sure she enjoyed that. I want her to know that we get them as early as we can, and it's not David's fault. Oh, I think she realizes okay, that. Okay, good, 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 good. But! That doesn't mean she's not going to yell at you. Oh, that's true. I, I do like the line... I didn't say it was your fault. I said I was going to blame you. I really, really like that. Um, The bulbs finally did arrive, and I was noticing lots of pretty gladiolas and lots of pretty uh, dahlias in particular. I should have paid more attention to what else came. Oh, there was Spirkelia. I saw Spirkelia. Oh, very good. Um, The Aztec lily, but really the most popular and the bestest ones are the glads and dahlias. We had a customer in yesterday who was doing all sorts of dahlias inside, and she had fungus gnats and was very concerned about that. She was almost losing it because she was afraid that she was going to lose all of her dahlia cuttings. She didn't come in and get our bulbs. She was doing her own dahlia cuttings and trying to expand her dahlia population. If you want me to look at what you're pointing at, oh, no, I can't no, see I'm, it. I'm scrolling. Okay. I'm not pointing. Okay, I figured you. Um, but... She's growing them inside. Well, right now while it's cold, Oh, oh that, fair that enough. Makes
3: sense, especially with the cold yeah. the, the, that we're expecting this week as well.
2: Those those low.
3: Well, no, it's still going to be cold at night. It's. I mean, I'm I'm concerned with some of my fruit trees with the things that are in bud. I, I'm not really. I think it'll take a freeze. I think it'll take a freeze. We had ice on the on the on the on the front lawn area. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little concerned on the more tender things.
2: Okay, don't be. Okay. David said don't be. I'm,
3: okay, I'm done. I'm not concerned okay. anymore. Okay,
2: good, 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 good. Um, do you, well, let's go down and talk to Bob first, and then we'll talk about bulbs and what we do or don't do. Good morning, Bob. Hi.
0: Um, I'm calling from East Tula Vista, from the East Lake area. Yes. And we just got back from um, Cancun, and they grow a lot of vexora like down there as Border plants, and I'm wondering if you guys stock it, and if you do, how well does it do in San Diego County, and uh, particularly looking for a dwarf variety?
2: It does. Typically, we have it, yeah. Yeah, it does well, but it usually is more available during the warmer season because right. it, it's not happy this time of the year, and it usually survives this weather, but it doesn't look great right now. Correct. Here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, kind of like everything else is just kind of on hold right now exactly Exactly, and
2: most of the varieties we get either are dwarfs or they just don't get that big here because the the difference in the weather they don't grow like the weeds they do in the more tropical areas right um i'm
0: guessing that they're not very drought tolerant
2: i would think in our climate, they would be moderately drought tolerant. They're going to need moisture, but they are not, they don't use a lot here. Okay. I, I don't think okay. they're particularly thirsty once they're established. I agree. Uh, yeah. And it's right. a tropical right. flower, so George doesn't know.
3: Exactly. I'm <laughs> sitting here, I don't know much Beautiful
2: about
4: the plant. Nice colors. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're just incredible.
2: And they really yeah. do well here during the summer and fall, and they just right. hold on this time of the year.
0: All right. Appreciate your help. I enjoy the show immensely. Thank
2: you. All right. Thanks for the call. Bye. Now we're going to head out to Pacific Beach and talk to, does that say Barry? Oh, no, Bruce. Bruce. Good morning, Bruce.
0: Hey, good morning, guys. Good show as always. I, mean, I got a good. Uh,
2: a oh, good, wait, 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 wait a second. To just to maintain your credibility, what about the first segment? Did you not hear it, or are you just being kind? <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, no! I, I I hear it. I listen to it every weekend. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. What's your tomato question?
0: Well, I, I took your advice. Uh, you know, last year I was asking what good tomatoes grow good at the coast, and you directed me towards Celebrity. So I bought some Celebrity, and I'm still harvesting tomatoes right now into February.
2: All right. Wow. Thank and, you. And very- I planted them. I, and I planted them last year in March. Way okay. to go. Uh, has the the cooler temperatures over the last couple of weeks or month bothered them or are they still plugging along and
0: no they're they're basically almost on their way out now but i'm i'm still getting uh i'm still harvesting tomatoes you know Very they good. take a little bit longer a little bit longer to ripen up because it's cold but i picked a bunch of green ones and put them in a paper bag and they ripened up awesome
2: well, thank so. you very much, Bob. See, we were looking for an uplifting story, We got one, and got Bob one. came through for us. Thank you very much, sir. I mean, uh, Bruce. Why do I keep him. calling yep. Bob Bruce? We'll Bruce be sending Bob. him his royalty well,
3: check after the show, right? Yes.
2: Thanks very <laughs> All right. much. All right. You guys have a good weekend. Thank you. you too, Bruce. Thanks very much. If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. You're listening to Garden Talk, On AM 1170 KCBQ and KPRZ, we'll be back with the last segment right after this. We are back. Welcome back to Garden Talk and Raisins from Fresno. I am David Ross along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. Before we took those calls, we were talking about the Glads and the Dahlias finally showing up as as well along with. (laughs) What is wrong? You know what? I got too much sleep last night.
3: Went to bed too early. I did. Uh, That'll do it.
2: I did. After... My house is still a little bit in disrepair after re-piping the house because of the slab leak last week, and then eh, a little bit of other water in the house, no big deal. but So I couldn't sit down and watch the TV, so I just said, what the heck, I'll just go to bed. And so now I can't speak today. (laughs) Some would say I couldn't yesterday, but anyway, um, or last week, Dahlia's do you either of you do dahlias or glads?
4: No, I I think I'm with, glad's. I've done.
3: We, we have glads coming, getting. I think they're coming up right now. Actually, oddly yeah, enough, with some, some of the other weed. things.
2: Yeah. I have some gladiolas that we we that I planted fifteen years ago, and they come up year after year with so little uh, care. Right, and I they're such a great cut flower. They take I, care of themselves. I always have thrips. On regular GLADS or on that acidanthra? No, on regular GLADS. Well, then you're going to have to. I know, I don't. You're going them, have you to have to. You know what you should do? Why don't you call eight 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 three four four eleven seventy and ask, ask the garden good? guys yeah. what they could, what you could do? Yeah. Have you tried treating them? I haven't. I mean,
4: obviously that's what I should be doing, but I don't. I get beautiful plants. I mean, leaves, and they start to bud. And well,
2: what open. could you do if you had thrips, or if you didn't want to have thrips? What that's could what I'm you asking do? You. Well, I would use the Bio Advanced one of the rose systemics. Yeah.
3: But what if it's next to his herb garden and he doesn't want to use a systemic? What it, would you use?
2: I'd still use the systemic. Okay. If it's good enough for our dogs to kill fleas, it'll <laughs> it'll be fine in his herb garden. I would use uh, insecticidal soap or cyfluthrin, just the regular right, right. Uh, contact spray. Yeah, I need uh, so. Bonide Eight. The and,
3: uh, spinosad is listed for thrips as well.
2: I would use spinosad if, if it's you, next to his. If you want to uh, be organic, herb, herbs, yeah. yeah. But you asked me.
3: I did. Yeah, but I figured you were going to go there though, because you often. You actually, when I first met you a million years ago, you recommended the dead bugs brew spinosad on my um, uh, myoporum tree that had thrips. The myoporum thrips, and right. you said it's probably not going to cure it, but you'll have to do it a lot. And so I took them out.
2: I was smarter back then. You must have a been. lot smarter yeah. back then.
3: You spoke English more gooder back then, too.
2: <laughs> Ask the president. <laughs> um, yes, I did. Much more gooder because um, it was my New Year's resolution. To talk, I thought I was going to talk gooder. The the Spinosad actually is a better recommendation huh. because it is translaminar. It will penetrate the leaf and it Into will the flowers persist yeah. for a month at a time. So right. okay. I stand corrected. Use Spinosad if it's next to your herb garden. and. Why did oh I would have recommended the Captain Jacks because you wanted to do it naturally because well, you know, otherwise I, I would have said the soil systemic.
3: You may have well you I don't I don't know if I actually suggested I wanted to go organic back then. You just I think that's what you your first recommendation was.
2: Are you sure? I, well, I'm, we're how going can,
3: back. <laughs> we're going back some years. How can so. you be
2: so sure? I I, I think that for the myoporum. Right, I would do the soil system. Oh, oh, I would have done that
3: too, but I I took them out and put other plants in.
2: Or take them on. Good point. Yeah.
3: They, they were too close to edibles to put systemics in. Gotcha. What did
2: you end up replacing your? Was it a screen? Were you using it as? It a It was a screen or? near
3: a fence. They were the, they were beautiful trees that I started from cuttings years ago. But I ended up putting um Hardenbergia vine.
2: Really? Yeah, I think How? that's
3: gorgeous. So, yeah, Is it gorgeous year round? No, it looks a little winter, ratty yeah. in the summer. I, exactly. I, yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm not. It's beautiful in the winter,
2: but and that's what I, I tell people that they come in because they want to buy it because it's blooming right, right now. It looks gorgeous. Like, well, yes, this. it does. Yeah. You yeah. know,
3: we were at, uh, California Adventure uh, near one of the restaurants we were eating at has beautiful hardenberger just hanging off of a wall. It's gorgeous. Just a data point. They're around, and they look nice. Do you know
2: what l- l- I think looks spectacular hanging off a wall this time of the year? But it's orange. What? The Bignonia or Distictus oh, Venusta. The, the, Lusta,
4: the fl- flame vine? Flame, yeah. vine? flame vine. right. Yeah.
2: yeah. And that's what I thought you were. See, the Hardenbergia looks great right now with its... They're oh, kind of li- – it looks like a, yeah, a, lilac, fly, vine a, or, yeah. a lilac vine. Right. It looks like a lilac, a cluster of lilacs. But it looks so ratty the rest of the year. See, I suppose I, I don't
4: people. recommend it either. Me neither. I mean, just because of that. It's beautiful in the winter.
2: But... So I'm, I'm kind of just You're disappointed in me. No. No, well, I'm yeah, surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm disappointed it, in you. Well,
3: I, I put it there because I had a couple free
2: ah, sickly plants, and I came in and, okay. and they okay. looked great. Good point. That yeah. makes sense. Um, but if, I, I suppose if you planted it with another vine – Thank you. So So it hid the foliage during the year. During the heat of the summer. Just saw the flowers. I could get behind it. You know what those flowers
3: remind me of, too, is the Duranta, you know, the sweet memory. Yes. It looks like those in a.
2: On an uglier. On an uglier vine. No, in a more
3: more profusion of flowers. Yeah. Okay. Larger profusion. Yep.
2: No. Okay. I disagree. You can. I disagree (laughs) strenuously. (laughs) I object strenuously. Oh, that'll, that'll work. Um, I, I just think the Duranta, uh, the flower spikes are similar. I agree, but I think the Duranta is so much nicer of a plant. The foliage oh, looks better year round. It's followed. It, it by does the look. An, you can make berries. a
3: nice tree out of them. They look good. The, the berries are poisonous, so don't let your kids eat those.
2: How poisonous?
3: Significantly, it's noted in all the literature about that they are what about poisonous. The, what
2: about birds? They seem to birds enjoy can them. eat them. Yes. Okay.
3: Yeah. It actually even says that in some of the literature. Safe for birds, not for people.
2: Okay. Don't eat your your uh, <laughs> Duranta, Duranta berries. berries. Exactly. That's that's good information for everybody out there. Um, I think the Duranta is one of the, I would say more. It's an outstanding blooming plant for Southern California. Because it's blooming almost year round? The foliage looks good almost year round, and the berries, which we know should not be eaten by humans, yes. but can be enjoyed by your birds, add another element of color. It's true. Uh, I, I, I actually agree round. with
3: everything you just said. I yes. totally
2: agree too. All right, I guess we can wrap up Garden Toad <laughs> Show for the. I mean, well, that's a wrap forever. Yeah.
3: And agree Well, for today, we have some agreement.
2: Okay, I um.
3: Yeah, we, we were going to touch, I think, on on bare root fruit trees, right? The, oh, the, the, we were
2: talking about bulbs. Well, I thought you were Man. done with that. We're when done we, with bulbs. All right, let's talk about bare root fruit trees. That season is rapidly coming to an end. Uh, yeah. We have a, a, couple a of weeks, fraction right? yeah. of what we started with. Many varieties are sold out. There's still some varieties available. There's still a nice
3: selection, but not what we had a month and, and a half
2: ago. with the warmer weather that's going to follow this very cold week, Right. um well, we will be potting up more and more. I was going to say,
3: you don't even have to wait for the warmer weather. A lot of the plants that we have out there at Beirut are in bloom. A large percentage are in full bloom right now.
2: Wow. And I yeah. know you've been concerned about the frost with the flowers on your trees at home, but I have not noticed any damage to the flowers on my... Peaches or my spicy nectar plum, and nor or my have citrus. I, I haven't either. I just too, have a little concern. Uh, well, it's good I, to yeah. be. It's good to be concerned. But bare root season's wrapping up. If you want to start your own fruit trees, your orchard, now is the time to do it. Do we have any classes coming up? We do
3: have classes coming up, and in San Diego at nine o'clock, it's the San Diego seed uh, starting. I'm sorry, spring seed starting with Brigitte and Poway spiders with Randy. Nine thirty. You've been
2: listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170 KCBQ and KPRZ. Auto Talk is coming up next.
1: Have a great week, everybody. Expert at WalterAnderson.com. That's Ask an Expert at WalterAnderson.com, or visit WalterAnderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery.